good though, man. Family Room Podcast. See, last one was 75. Last one was episode 75. We said it was 76. This one is 76. Oh. I was looking at that. We had 70. I thought it was said 75 on there. Whatever we said, it was wrong. <laughs> okay. But you fixed it on the on the words, though? Yeah. Okay. This, okay. this is the this is episode 76. I'm we Mike Brown. Jesse Williams. We got my guy Trevor, man. Trevor. Yeah, he was on the podcast a while so back. A while back in like episode 30 something, 40 something. Mm-hmm. But you back now, man. We're gonna have a good time with that, man. What you been up to, bro? Man, same same stuff, different day, trying to, you know, make in this crazy world, crazy times. I heard it, man. We're gonna talk about a couple of those crazy times. Though. Absolutely. Absolutely. How you feeling, Tris? Oh, I'm good, man. You know, another week out, another weekend, you know what I mean? All money in, you know how I do. <laughs> yeah, how about you? Oh man, it's been working, bro. Working, yeah. bro. I messed uh trying to trying to get more strict with Baron, you know what I'm saying? You know that nigga crazy. Mm-hmm. Trying to get more strict with Baron and you know, you know, buckle down in that regard, but other than that everything everything been the same, man. He's smart. Working kinda of, so he is smart. He is smart. How Max doing? Max getting bigger or always. Yeah. Always. That nigga don't stop He actually I'm feeling like I, that's I'm, I'm glad you said that. I forgot. I forgot to say. I feel like my kids like they're more than like me now, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're the cool uncle. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. As soon as Derek come home from work, they go right in his room. They don't give give my nigga a chance to catch his breath or nothing. They go right in his room. All that's in what's his up. Face. They love Uncle D. They love their Uncle D. That's what's up. It's, good, it's dope. Yeah, I love to see it. It's dope. It's dope. But yeah, man. Everything been the same for me though, man. Everything been the same. Work been kind of slow, so I just been you know, going going a little bit harder with the. With the uh, with the homeschooling, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Since I've had more time, I haven't been editing as much. So yeah, so I've been up to them, man. What's up? What's yeah. up? Yeah, 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 yeah. We we definitely gonna talk about. What you, are you still in school, right? Yeah. Yeah, and you, and you already working like in your field, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we definitely gonna talk about that because you work in tech. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to know about you know, uh, for lack of I don't for uh, about a nigga working in tech and how how, how that could be. You know what I'm saying? I definitely want to talk about yeah. that. Yeah. Matter of fact, let's open up with that. So how mm-hmm. is it? How is it you being like? Because I didn't know. I knew you always had kept like really good grades because I knew like who some of like your mentors were like in high school and like as far as hooping all of that. So I knew you always kept really good grades. But I didn't know you were into like well until like maybe like your junior or senior. I didn't know like you were into like tech and that you were gonna be studying that. Mm-hmm. So what's this been like? So what's your what's your major? My major is computer information systems. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I first fresh out of high school I started as computer science. Mm-hmm. I kind of have a funny story. Uh, I started as computer science when I went to Chico. Mm-hmm. My sophomore year, um, they have these things inside your academic portal where it will it tracks the credits you've accumulated so far, and it basically yeah. gives you a percentage of how close you are to finishing your degree. Yeah. And so, sophomore year, that, uh, my second semester of sophomore year beginning, I was uh, like fifty two percent, so pretty much on track, maybe a, maybe a class ahead, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I woke up one day and I was just like, I was not feeling it. I was like, this is not it. This is not what I want to do. Because the computer science side is more like really um, in depth into sitting in front of computer coding, you know, getting a problem, coding that problem, and giving it back to who it needs to go back to, and that's that. Mm-hmm. And I kind of was just like, that's not really what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's too, it's too, um, you know, like boring, boring, and and there's no interaction. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm more mm-hmm. of a, even though you know I like being on the computer, I like to interact with people too. So I was like, you know what? forget this I'm, I'm switching I'm gonna switch so I, I, I studied a bunch of different majors and I found CIS which is pretty much the bridge between a business and tech and so um, that's what I that's what I'm pursuing my degree in and then when I graduate I'm gonna uh, get into cybersecurity 
And I want to work with businesses to show them where their network is vulnerable at and how to, you know, better it so that they don't get Because right now, uh, um, I think one in ten businesses get breached a day. Dang. And so what hackers will do is they breach their system, encrypt everything, and put a message up. I, I know a business that this literally happened to. Put a message up and say, send X amount of dollars in Bitcoin or send by your files. Ooh. That happened to Target. Like probably a couple years ago, happened to Target. Their system was breached, and all their uh, people that had credit cards there, their uh, numbers were stolen. They had to pay bandicas. Oh my bandicas. goodness! Oh my goodness! Yeah. So that's what I want to do. Yeah. So, but in regards to being a, a, a person of color in tech, it's a trip for sure. It's a trip. How so? Just because it's not it's not the the normal. You know what I mean? It's not the it's not it's not something normal, you know. But what's funny is, um, so I just started a new job. I work for the city of San Marcos. I work in IT for the city of San Marcos. And when I walked in, the, my coworker, who's uh, you know my my counterpart, who we're in the same position, he's he's black. And I was like, oh for sure, like mm-hmm. what the fuck? That's let's let's run it. So um, it's cool to have someone kind of have your like not have your back, but. Like, we're here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're here, and the people we help, you know, they they they, they respect us and stuff. And so, it's cool to, you know, That's I don't know not be the only one, I guess you could say. I feel it. I feel it. So, as far as, like, um, with you being into tech and, like, doing all that type of stuff, are you, do you keep up with, like... Like the whole like like the music part of tech and like like streaming platforms like how all of that stuff works and all that are you into that or not? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I I use I mean I use I use uh, Apple Music. Mm-hmm. That's the streaming platform I use. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the homies use Spotify. Um, I only use Apple Music because I get it cheap for. Mm-hmm. I mean I think all Spotify does a thing too for students but it's cheap. But mm-hmm. I just had Apple Music for so long that I just never really switched over. But um, yeah, I, I for sure. And I have homies that like do music and stuff and you know they put their stuff on platform streaming platforms so i know a little bit about like the monetary distributions and stuff which are crazy oh, we're gonna have to talk yeah. we're gonna have to talk then it's ridiculous we're gonna have to talk then. <laughs> i'm i'm already i want nothing i'm saying i'm already knowing but i i know it's a lot of money of course nobody really knows how much we just know it's a bunch you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying but it can be a lot depending on, on the streams you get for sure yeah yeah you, you that's the main thing you got to get plays but i i gotta look more into it but i heard the one um title that's mm-hmm. jay-z's right yeah. title mm-hmm. they pay the best mm-hmm. i heard that's what i heard i gotta look like i said don't call me on that but i'm pretty sure i heard that um or i know that apple music and spotify it's like our music is the worst. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bad. It's They're like the Walmart, the McDonald's. Yeah, They're like the big, the big, big place that like they get to make the wheels and do what they want. Um, but no, that's a perfect segue into um, Jay Z. Actually, just sold a majority stake in Title for like two hundred and ninety-seven million dollars to Square. Really? Sold it to Square. Wow. Damn, let me see. Oh, I gotta find that link now. Dang. Probably to invest in his new his new endeavor, right? About the. Did you hear about that? He's. He's allowing people to build their, or not people, allowing minorities to build their credit up with subscriptions to like stuff like Netflix and mm-hmm. streaming oh, platforms. Wow. That's it. That's it as fuck. Oh, yeah. when, I first, when I first just saw the headline, I was tight because I was like, I like telling people like, oh, like you like supporting black owned, but you don't subscribe to Title. Like, there's plenty of people mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And I like that there's like the fact that there was a black owned streaming platform. Yeah. And so when I saw that he sold, I'm like, and knowing who he sold it to, it's like, it's not even black owned no more. But knowing like, 
what the the end goal is and what they're trying to do is it's extremely noble in my opinion. I'm trying to I'm trying to find. Let me see. Jay Z is that guy. Yeah. Jay Z is that guy. Like from a businessman standpoint, like influences, I guess, like him and like Master P. Oh, for sure. You know what's true about Master P? Was, I'm not trying to like knock him or anything, but it's kind of ironic. Is that fool owns? I don't know the name of it, but that fool owns majority, if not all, of the. Um, uh, Cell phone software they use at jails to collect calls. He owns that shit. Jay Z does? No, Master P. P. Wow. Isn't that a trip? Like, that is a trip. It's kind of weird. It That's a smart is, business like, move. It is smart, but. I don't know how I feel about it. Me that. neither. That's, yes, that fool owns that, bro. Because on the one hand, it's like, I mean, if a business going to be open, I might as well get some money in there. But on the other hand, it's like. It's like your brother's in life in prison for life. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> you're, making, you're making money off the calls he makes. Right. I, mm. It's smart, but it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's a capitalist for sure, for sure. No, I feel no, like I wouldn't do it though. I, I mean, this I wouldn't. T- I wouldn't. I'm not mad way. at somebody being a capitalist. I'm not mad at it either, but I would make changes. Yeah, yeah. Can they talk for longer? As someone that knows, you know, what a collect call is like, can you make it longer? So the owner of Square, this is or what the, the about payment it. of it, the cost of Jeez, it. You know please. what I mean? The owner of uh, Square, this is what he said about uh, buying a title. He said it comes down to one simple idea: finding new ways for artists to support their work. New ideas are found at intersections, and we believe there's a compelling one between music and, and the economy. I knew Title was something special as soon as I experienced it, and it will continue to be one of the best homes for music, musicians, and culture. See, the, the, the one I read earlier, it, it talked about like exactly like how it was going to help like the artists continue to have, like, retain ownership and like do other things, too. I was trying to find that. Mm-hmm. But no, like, it's... it's Again, I'm gonna sound like the Jay Z apologist every time he do something. I'm like, no, it's a good move. It's a good move. But mm-hmm. I, it, it sounds good. Like I said, I don't like that title's not black owned anymore. I don't right. like that. But it sounds like he's still trying to trying to help. Yeah. You know the little guy. Like he sold creative majority. You said. Mm-hmm. So he still have a little little bit of saying. Yeah. At least that's yeah. that's cool. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, we we didn't talk about it last week, but or did we? He sold uh, Ace of Spades to him. Yeah. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he out here getting to that coin, man. Yeah. It's it's like it makes it makes me think like like twenty twenty three or twenty four. Like he, he got, got some big play. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm about to say. It seems to me like he has something that he needs to focus on. He needs to get rid of some other endeavors that are that are. That are he's trying to get get the money together to go make a big purchase. Like he want to buy a sports team or something. Yeah. But that doesn't make sense either because he has Rock Nation Sports, and if he owns a team, he can't represent players. Mm-hmm. That's why he sold his little piece of the nets. You know what I mean? Yeah. But. It makes me feel like he got a big play coming up for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh, yeah. We shall see. Think of running for president. He needs that capital. <laughs> he needs that capital. He's fucking um, uh, uh, campaign money. Yep. You ain't voting for him? He run? I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I was about to say, let's not even start yeah. talking about that right now. Let's not even start talking about that right now. But now, speaking of uh, politicians, you know what I'm Governor Cuomo got himself in trouble. Mm-hmm. Sexual yes. harassment, man. Accused of sexual harassment with two former aides. One aide, Charlotte Bennett, said that the governor uh, complained of being lonely and asked her if she slept with older men. What? Hey, what is the deal? What is the what is the the problem with men who are at a men in general, but especially men at a higher level in society that feel like they have some type of like. Superiority uh, over people mm-hmm. thinking they can just do whatever they want. I think they either 
have so much power they feel like they won't get in trouble or and or these are the dudes that didn't get no girls growing up and now that they have power they trying to or money, money with power or money yeah I think you're on the money with like, I, I feel like that's why a lot of the police be out here throwing their weight around and throwing their power around they, they was losers in school oh for yeah. sure not all not all I don't want to make all the police officers upset but I feel like a lot of police officers were were, were didn't have really nothing going on got a, got a badge and got a gun and now they somebody no 100% and I think that you're on the money with back in the day they were they were squares or whatever because look what he, listen to what he said mm. I'm lonely yeah for <laughs> I'm sure like Mark are you for serious sure. I'm lonely come on my G have you ever slept with an older guy <laughs> wait what 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 kind of straight creeper? Mark that's not yeah, on the money no that's facts but I never I I, I'll, I'll never be like that's one of the things I'll never be able to understand is like being creep, like doing something creepy like that, thinking that's gonna get you a girl. Right. It's like on the one hand, it's like he he it must have worked for him before. That's why he's still doing right. it. Right. You know and but on the other hand, it's like my like that that creepy shit really be working. And then, but on the flip side, it works. For I don't think it works. Because- I think all of that that creepy shit is followed up with I got this amount of money. Yeah. I think that so the, the creepy shit gets dismissed. That ain't what works. It's the money part. Exactly. I think that ties in with his his place yeah his place status power, exactly mm-hmm. so yeah that's for sure the only reason i mean look at him like not even mean but like, look at him. <laughs> all right you know whatever he said are you lonely i'm lo- or i'm lonely get out of here that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh him it was it was pomo and it was uh newsom the like two when the, when the pandemic first started they was like these dudes too so presidential mm-hmm. they should run next time they get oh, a chance say Newsom got uh Got yeah, him. I thought he was too. I ain't gonna hold you. I was about to say what? Yeah, he tripping. Speaking of governors, what's up with what's up with my guy in Texas, Mike? What's wrong with him? Why you open shit up? He's he trying to get back to the money, man. Oh, I did see that. And he was gonna take away the uh, mandate to wear masks. He did. Oh, he already did all Texas this. Texas is completely open. Again, one hundred percent completely open. See your boy Josh Hart quoting his tweet. He's like, you dumbass. <laughs> the, the governor of Texas said he said I opened one hundred percent, or not verbatim, but he said I opened Texas one hundred percent, and oh yeah, masks are done or whatever. Yeah. And Josh Hart quoted these and dumbass. Because <laughs> didn't he do it before, and that's and all the whole state spiked up in COVID tests. Yeah, or they were like not taking it serious. I mean Arizona. A lot of those, you know, states were, but yeah, it's, I don't know, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I feel like people are getting too, uh, too complacent with like the, the thought of the vaccine being our, our savior mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Cause y'all you can still it? get sick. Johnson and Johnson, you finna get it? Not the J&J, but my work is, is damn near making me, not making me, but they're highly suggesting it. They're pushing it on you. Yeah, I mean, if it came down to my work making me do it, then that's a different story. But I'm not finna just go get it on my own. I don't even get the flu shot on my own. Same, Because I was thinking, I was like, man, I ain't getting that. But I just uh, got the call and got the email from KUSI because football season started. So, yeah, PPR is coming back. Mm -hmm. And I was just thinking right now, I was like, dang, like, what if they make me get a COVID test? And I was like, I'm I'm going to get it because I can't turn that work down. And I was so anti-vaccine. But, I mean, if if, if it means I I can get some money, then, I mean, hey. No, my, that's how it's gonna be. Yeah, my mom works in the medical field, and she already had both of them. Mm-hmm. And um, her second one did her dirty. She was hurting. Yeah, yeah she was hurting. 
but she was. That's she was, what I've been hearing. That second one, a doozy. Yeah, she's straight now. Obviously, um, but uh, Johnson and Johnson supposedly only got one shot, right? Yeah, but it's less effective. I think. I think it's like seventy-seven percent effective. Like mm. But the only thing I'm thinking of other things too. It's like, are they gonna are they gonna make you show like a a vaccine record when you yep. want to go somewhere like yep. to travel to travel? I, for, I've got to take it. You, don't you have to do that right now to travel? I'm not you sure. have to show that you I'm have to because I was supposed to go to Cabo and in order to go you have to show that you had your vaccine within the last 10 days and in order to come back you have to wait 10 days you know what I think you're absolutely right because my parents are going to North Carolina at the end of April and it says about that on like the airline thing or something mm-hmm. Damn. that's just crazy yeah because I'm trying to go to Rosarito like in spring break so yeah, hopefully it's everything different by then. Because I'm not trying to go to have my vacation and then stop and then quarantine. And then it's going to be up to y'all to let me get on this plane and come back. Fuck that. Yeah. I don't need Texas. I'm trying to go to Illinois. <laughs> it's a, a town in Illinois dedicated $10 million to black people for reparations. Or for, for black, for African-American residents mm-hmm. uh, for reparations. Yep, it's gonna be that's crazy. Twenty five thousand dollar disbursements. I need that. Twenty. How many how many black people's in in Illinois? So check this out. It's not Illinois. So this is my. I don't have a problem with it, Mike, at all. Obviously, mm-hmm. but this is my thing. The town is called Evanston, right? Mm-hmm. It's the city is called Evanston, and I looked up, and they're only not only, but they're they're. African American population is eighteen percent, and they're getting to Evanston. And I'm pretty sure you have to put it towards housing. I'm pretty sure the disbursement has to go towards housing, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I mean, which is not rep- reparations was always with forty acres and a mule, so it wasn't right. like you just got bread. It was yeah. like you got land and and, and transportation. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. But why not? Well, why is why are they? What is it? Like, have you heard but, of Evanston? No, me neither. Until I looked it up. No, but, you know, it's like. Illinois, when you think of Illinois, you think of Chicago. Springfield. The people who need it the most. Why yeah. are they getting it? So you gotta look into that. Kind I of. think it goes down to the to the to the people who run in these these cities and towns. 100%. It's probably some black people. See, that's what we need to look up. It's probably some black yeah. people that's running the that mayor city, of Evanston. I bet you look at the mayor of Evanston. They're probably black, or they're down with down down with get down. <laughs> down, <to> get down. <laughs> I was just saying, you know how like the whole world is copycat, right? And I should have said copycat, but I, me, me and wifey was talking about that, and I was like, see. I hope that make all these other cities and uh, cities and states a uh, monkey see, monkey do. She was like, that's not, don't, don't use that phrase. I was like, what? Oh, Mike is Hillsdale. I wasn't even thinking about it. I wasn't even thinking about it. Yeah, copycat's better for that one. Hey, that'll be love. Hopefully, shoot. Man. And they're, you know what they're, they're getting, how they're getting their money is they're putting a 3% tax on legal marijuana sales. That's how they get an extra bread. That, that, that's, that's, that tax money is being used as reparations. I like wow. that. I like Me that. too. I love that. Uh, yeah, that's good. And talk. out here, it, you know, what y'all doing with twenty five bands? Getting the house. Yeah, putting, I'm definitely putting it towards the house. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Absolutely. That'd be, that'd be lovely, but you know. Right. I might go somewhere and try and get one built. Start the grounds on that. Right. And get that land. You have to find the land in that town. Huh. 
<laughs> Touche. I wonder if it's like if they were to do it here for to be like San Diego County, because you could for sure get some cool like in like a Fallbrook or something. Yeah. Oh, you can find some out here. Fallbrook is tough. Yeah. Who's the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta go to Fallbrook or Santee. Yeah. Uh, be like, damn. Hey, I'm from the Valley Center. I'm not tripping about Valley Center. Before Fallbrook or Santee. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I don't want to go to. I don't want to go to Valley Center. Valley Center mm-hmm. cool though. Isaac used to live in Valley Center. Yeah. It's cool. It's Valley Center's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's gotten that. better. But yeah, that's that's cool. That's what's up. Yeah, shout out to them. Right, that's what's up, man. Let her brother hold song. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna knock something and everything down there. You're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> what you say? You're gonna knock something and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Set my Tinder location. I said, <laughs> Set the location. I'm gonna marry one out there real quick. I'm gonna get a piece of that. Now, you know what? We ain't, we ain't had a single nigga on the podcast in a minute. How you enjoying the single life, brother? It's cool. You like it? Yeah. Because I, I always... He's a yeah. I've always been saying... I mean, I, I love being single. I was not looking... To, I'm happy, obviously, happily married. Yeah, but I wasn't like... I wasn't looking at... I wasn't looking yeah. to be in a relationship when I got in one. You know what I'm saying? I was enjoying being single. But I've always, I always say, though, if I were single today, it, it's it's the wild, wild west out there, though. It's a different ballgame, for sure. And I was just talking about this with the homies, because... Both my like super super close homies are single, and we were like, man, now that things are kind of, you know, kind of getting back to normal, we're just, you know keeping our, our, you know, we're just following the rules or whatever. But it seems like COVID been having people going crazy because they they're out. They're out now. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. But man. yeah, it's it's cool. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes you know like. It does get exhausting, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Like it does, it gets tiring of like um, starting over. But then again, if you're not even looking to start nothing, then you'll be all right. But that makes sense. No, for sure. Like getting to know someone, and then getting to know, and then you know, two months later you're getting to know someone else, and then you're like, gotta figure this person out. It's really no, that could be exhausting. Yeah, that's, that's annoying. And then you get to step where you possibly meeting the families. Like how how often are you doing that? Um. No, no, I'm not saying you personally. Oh, no, no, my bad. I didn't mean that personally. I don't really care. I mean, like, you're saying for your theory of how exhausting it could be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then you got to put on a front like you actually like this girl. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it happens sometimes. You know? Nah, but it's, I don't know. I, I think the biggest thing about being single is setting boundaries. Mm. Like, as, as, I don't want to get too much into this subject. Nah, go ahead, man. Give it up. But, okay, look. <laughs> So, as long as you're setting the correct boundaries and being like 100% with a girl you're, you know, you just talking to or whatever, then then really she don't have no no other choice but to, you know, respect it. You know what I mean? Uh, they're going to respect you more if you're, you know, 100% say, hey, look, I'm doing this, this, and that, messing with Jane, Jan, and freaking Mary, than if you're lying about it, right? Yeah. Like, I got homies, like... You know, we make a choice. Yeah, we tell them straight up, like, yeah, like this is cool and shit. I, I fuck with you tough, but don't get it twisted. Like, it's this probably not gonna go anywhere further than us doing this, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hang- so mm-hmm. you can take it or leave it. And the one thing, and I'm, I'm just gonna touch this briefly, but the one thing that, in my experience, and what I've seen, that I think girls think, like, one thing about girls is they they always think they'll be the one to change you. They always do. Was that controversial? <laughs> I like where you go. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I like, I'll, yeah. I'll tell you this straight up. This happened to the homie, to my best friend, like a week or two weeks ago. 
he was messing with this girl from up north, right? They were, they were talking in school or whatever. And um, she was coming out to visit him every now and then, right? And he told her from the jump, we're not doing that. She said, okay. Right, real pretty girl, really, really pretty. You know, probably not, probably used to have him do that at feet. And, but mm-hmm. the homie keeping the player, like, I'm telling you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the last time she came out, she said, I'm going to come. She literally told me, she was like, I'm going to come out and I'm going to make you fall in love. If I don't, then I don't even know. Yeah. That's, so that's what I mean. Like, she, she literally she, thought. So he told her two, three months ago that she was never going to do this. And now, like, two, three months went by and she hasn't seen any anything go her way uh-huh. she's like i'm gonna make it you know what i mean so that's what i mean when i say they think they're gonna be the one to make you fall in love in. yeah going uh-huh. after being told something different right and yeah. it's like they're still like hard at it you know? good luck with that but you know maybe do dudes do that or do only girls do that do guys be trying to change a girl uh, I think guys do that shit too. Hell yeah! I don't know if they be necessarily trying to change them, but they might be like, "Oh, I'm wearing you down." You know what I mean? Girls will be like, "Okay, I got a, I got a deadline, and if it don't happen by this day, then I gotta move on." Yeah, dude, he might be pushing that for two, three years type shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, today gonna be the day. Persistency, because yeah. that's, that's just the the the, the biological the makeup of beast. Man. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. right. So, okay, well. I mean, you, man, go ahead. I mean, it's like not at all. Nah, all right. So look, so look. This is what I'm wearing, bro. When this is done, anything you want cut out, we can cut it this out. Way, nah, nah, okay. I'm, I'm not sure. Sure. So this what this what I'm wearing is is the the makeup of a man. Majority, okay. I'm not gonna generalize anybody, but the makeup yeah. of a man is uh he's a, he's a hunter. That's how we that's how we've always been since the beginning of time. That's mm. what men did. They love the chase, right? I've been in situations, homie, where I've been trying to knock a bad one, just super, super righteous, bro. And just the thought of her saying, this might sound so fucked up, but just the thought of her saying yes to a date, I was just, that was enough. And yeah. I would like, never talk to her again. And like, I would never go on a date. But, yeah. And that's like the fucked up thing about men. That's how men are. Motherfuckers might be mad at me, but I'm just, uh, I'm just milly enough to admit it. Yeah, that's like, and say yeah, it. That's how we facts. think and that's how I think. And it's like, it takes the right one to like really change you, right? Mm. But that's the making of a man. So, how you said a girl might try to like her, she tried two, three months, and and you're absolutely right. I know dudes that tried two, three years to get a girl, and they finally got her, and just do her dirty, right? Yeah. Just because, just off the strength that he finally got her, the chase was super fun, super, you know, it, it had it had his blood rushing, mm-hmm. and now he got it. He's, he's want to keep chasing somewhere else. He wants to do something mm-hmm. else exactly. So that's that's why. That shit is crazy. The whole that whole relationship talk is crazy. Yeah, but you know. <laughs> I like, I like you have any input on that, Mike? No, I, he's like, yo, don't leave me out here. <laughs> I know where he at. What are you doing? Me out, Mike. <laughs> I agree. No, it's a hundred percent. I mean, when I for me, I said I was gonna stop saying that, but now when when I was single, like it was for sure about about the chase. Like the chase was like the. And I think that's for that's that's for most people. I think that's the fun, like the fun part of being single. Yeah. There's some people like, and, and and it's not putting them out there. Even he would tell you like, like there's some people like my brother Stefan was never like the dating type. He was like, I'm looking for one girl that I'm gonna date, like for long term. I'm not gonna be dating like you know what I'm saying. But some people they they like to date. They they like the chase and they like the the fun of it all. Keep it moving. It was it was it was definitely like that. I, that was that was me for sure, for sure. Let me ask y'all this: Do you agree with this statement? Okay, I've heard this statement before, and I want y'all to put 
men, men, majority of men want to sleep with a hundred different girls one time. A woman wants to sleep with a man one time, a hundred times. One man, a hundred times. Oh, one man, a hundred times. I'm that, sorry. Majority. Generalizing. That's probably true. Generalizing. Yeah, I agree. But you got, you got, you got, you got Amber Rose and you got Amber Rose and Kim K. That's my point. That's my point. And even yeah. the classy, you got Amber Rose and Kim K. And then the classy way to do it of, of Lori Harvey, who out here like showing these chicks, yeah. like it's, a, it's a better way to live out here. There's and their opinion. Opinion. And their opinion. <laughs> and their opinion. But yeah. But yeah. And their opinion, one hundred percent. And I respect it if if a you know if a if a human, regardless of gender, mm-hmm. wants to do it a hundred times with a hundred different people. I don't trip. It's like whatever. You know what I mean? It's whatever. Do your thing. Be safe. Exactly. Be safe. I mean, you know, it is what it is. And if you want to do, you know, stick with one person the rest of your life, that's cool too. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But. I just, I just want to see what y'all thought. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's cool, man. <laughs> now, I really be chilling, man. Like, I don't know. I just be thinking about this stuff all the time, though. Because it seems like relationships are such a big, like, topic. Mm-hmm. That's something that's, that's something that's never going to, like... Something that people are never going to completely agree on. That's something that's never going to be completely mm-hmm. figured out. Because Ooh. just our makeup is so trivial, bro. It's a, it's a trip. So that's why I, I enjoy talking about that, because... It's a, it's a good topic. And what I've seen lately is, not lately, but what I've seen over years is it, it's relationships are conforming with society norms. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That, it used to be two different things at first, yes. but now it's all blended in one on yes. on what a theory of a good relationship, relationship goals. Like, yes. you know what I mean? You're basing your relationship goals off of somebody's picture. Exactly. 100%. Like, and that's you what, don't even know what's going on behind the scenes of that picture. Yes, and shit. that's what I was. That's what I was. That's another thing I was going to say about real quick before we move on the next topic about how you said, um, you know, when you were single. I'm not trying to age you or anything, but it was probably before like all this uh, social media times. Social media times, mm-hmm. and another thing that 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 both those solving your game out here, bro, is the Mega Stallions, the Cardi B's, mm. the City Girls. Man, let me tell you, bruh. <laughs> hey, ah. hey, every girl is like, it thinks that that's real. That's yeah. not real. It's not real. It's not real, okay? It's not real. <laughs> I promise you, it's not real. But the shit that they're saying about, like, you got, it's not. You have a girl, in, a woman, a successful woman. I, I like Cardi B. She's sick. You have a woman in Cardi B who is is being cheated on nationally and, and taking her taking her man back, that's her decision, that's cool. Like, whatever. It's probably a lot of things going into that that we don't know about. Right, right. But but on the surface level, she, she got cheated on. She did, 100%, mm. right? It's, that's a fact. And she took him back. That's not what she raps about. Mm. But you're living your life off what she raps about. That's not real. You're, right. She's rich off that. So, of course, she's going to say what she needs to say. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to be rich. She's a capitalist, right? She's a capitalist. Facts. Beyonce was out here seeing single ladies and was happily married. Man. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Man. And then made a whole album about being cheated on, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, it's, you know. Yeah. So, I'm just saying, like, they take it to an extreme. And I'm yeah. not saying, you know, I'm not saying, you know, you can't love these renegades, but, <laughs> but you know, like you have to, you have to be able to separate it. No facts. <laughs> you got to know that that that's a like that's rap. Like I wasn't trying to live Eminem's life. I wasn't trying to stuff my wife in the trunk. 
Right. Like that, I knew that that was his rap song. I vibe to the rap song. I left it there. Right. One hundred percent. So I I have, but it's straight, been a while. Straight renegade. Straight renegade. <laughs> That's a different life. Wow. I love everyone though. At the end of the day. Yeah, got to. All right, so let me ask you this: Say you had a, um, you've got a a nine figure job that you've had for twenty five years. A nine? Nine figure job. Okay, let's say. Jeez. I'm sorry. No, for I'm real. Sorry. For real. A six figure job. Okay. That you've had for twenty five years. And your son, your child, is the reason why you lose that job. I know you're going with this. I know you exactly you still have you still have a lot of love for that kid, man. That's what happened. With, that's that's what how this whole Nike thing came about. 100%. I don't know if I told you that part. Mm. That's how this whole Nike thing came about. So the vice president of North of the vi- the vice president, the GM and vice president of North American for North America for Nike, her son made a like crazy purchase for like over like 600 pairs of like rare sneakers on her company card bro it was like a hundred and thirty thousand yeah dollars worth you know nike employees can be connected to no type of resale business or nothing yeah because since she has priority you know what i mean they should, they, those that purchase those is 100 gonna happen you know how yeah. us we would have to be on time clicking you know our raffle system however that. He put in her number and, and was he's like, getting it no matter what, and then he's going and flipping them, making chicken. Hey, nah, so I don't, I don't, I can't mess with dude. I'm gonna be honest with you. you I love. Him out, but do you think mom? How old? How old is the kid? Nineteen. Yeah. Oh, brother. Hey, brother. Hey, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest, and I love my family. Like I'm big on family. Like if anybody knows me, I'm big on family. Bro, you have to get away from me for, for a while. We can be cordial, but... After a while. No, that's what it's going to end up being. Cordial. Because, bro, like, I'm the type of person, like, there's every time I'm look at you, that's all I'm going to think about. Yeah, and just be mad. And, and just be mad. And, and be like, how? Like, what is it? I could have gave you... What are you, what are you doing this for? Yeah. It makes me think... What, did, how much did, money was you getting in mom, return? Did mom know what he was up to? She had to have. He posts pictures. That's what I'm saying. It was, he posted pictures on like a like convertible with and just, girls. And just, like, and just blur 50, his face out. Yeah, 50 pairs. He'd be like this, like with females and stuff. I'm like, damn, you old. She had to know. So how'd he get caught? There's love, I guess, right? How'd he get caught? Somebody else from Nike's like, what's Honestly, up? Honestly, I don't know. I'm not sure either. I know it has something to do with that purchase, though. Yeah. Uh, nah. That's too much. I think he, he, he had been ball. he had been doing it, and yeah. then he made that one big one, and somebody was like, "Hold on, wait a minute." Hundred thousand dollars. What does she need those for? They probably know her. She probably rocks like freaking Baker Maxes. Or or she probably was only getting one or two, maybe five pairs a month or whatever. And then he went out. I was like, "Fuck it." Then he's for a hundred. Come on, thirty Yeah, and then you got me fired from. Nah, that's out of bounds. You ain't got no respect for me. That's what that is. Yeah. As a parent, you ain't got no respect for me, bro. You got to get out. You gotta go away. So as a parent, you're not gonna you're not gonna try to help your kid help them with, with their business, try to flip shoes or nothing. But with with, with with your perks and with your uh I would help my Oh, they can't be um tied to any no. Oh well then no, I can't. Well then not. Oh I can't, bro. Yeah. You can do anything in this world. You're gonna choose the one thing I can't help you with. Right. Be, be successful, bro. And I'm gonna give you be successful, bro. You're gonna choose the only thing I can't help you with. Like right. Corporate job, a, anywhere you could be right next to me. I make six figures for twenty five years. Yeah. Name a nigga who do it. Like right. most niggas don't do that. 
And I, and see, I wonder if they gotta like give the shoes back or if like the did like the purchases made. Oh, she, I, like, she probably at that point, if it's like that, I'm like, look, we got all these shoes. This is my business now. Like, <laughs> I run all this. Probably, huh. probably not the shoes, but they probably got they probably got paid the money back. Paid money back, yeah. Off the company card, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. You better make that money plus some because I need all of that, bro. You know what's crazy is I had a homie that worked at Nike and he was doing that, and he was giving us all like the code. And he got caught so quick. He got caught so quick. So I can only imagine spending hundred thirty thousand dollars. The homegirl used to work at a uh, used to work at Foot Locker. She's the reason I got my Fire Red threes. She's the reason I got my th- and I had to wait in line. I had to raffle or nothing. She was like, just pull up at like three. I walk you right in. My boy over grabbing for you at the back. Boom. I had a homegirl, uh, a real solid homegirl named that worked at uh, Shoe Pounce, and she got me the um, the, uh, the what's the red fours? The alternate eighty nine. I think mm-hmm. she got me. They were like velvet red. Or was that sweat suede red? I mean, uh, nah, nah. They were, or maybe they, they had alternate eighty nine on them. I forget what they're called, but she she held those for me. She's she, she, and see that's different. That's. Especially if you're not getting that shoe, I think one, I think a, a employee is allowed to get one of the releases. So that's a different story. But this one was doing extra. That's too much. No way. Mm-hmm. Can't can't subscribe. We're gonna do an extra. The coach for Creighton basketball. You see what he said? See what he said yeah. to his team? What he said? Actually, I forget who they lose to, but that's that's not important. I'll be trying to tell myself I'm gonna get more info, but I'll be trying to just focus on the the important part. So they took a loss, right? And um. I guess during the game, he felt like guys were giving up, and he felt like they was going to, like, make, like, them give up on the season and kind of just, like, roll over and just walk through the rest of the season, right? And he was saying, all those, all those players are black. White coach, all those players are black. He said, I need to look at Jesse Lee. And he was like, what the hell did this nigga say? My bad, I didn't do that. He, he said, got me. I was like, this nigga better not come around. Bro, he said, he said, Something about don't give up. I need everybody. Don't leave the plantation. I need everybody to stay on the plantation. Wait, this was just something that happened recently. Yeah, yes. just like a few days ago. And he said this to what school was he at? Creighton, Creighton. where uh, what's the name from Vista went? Oh, yeah. What? He thought that was gonna bring the team together. <laughs> <laughs> and he, 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 he tried to get their attention the wrong way. And there's sir. an assistant coach that's black. The assistant coach said, um, I've known this coach for X amount of years. I've never seen, heard, or nothing about him doing anything racist. This is a terrible play. Well, I'm disappointed, and he should have he should have never said that. It's a poor choice of words and all this, that, and that. They're pretty much sticking up for him. Like, I don't know what he would like. like and the coach said, like, as soon as he said it, he kind of caught himself like, that shouldn't have said that. But I've never even heard that as like an expression. Me neither. I've heard like we need all hands on deck. Like you know what I mean. Like yeah. I haven't heard nothing don't like the don't leave the plantation. I feel uncomfortable even saying that. Yeah, it's just weird. Like is like, that a threat? Most people don't feel comfortable even like but, but like people don't even feel comfortable saying soup plantation. I've never been. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. They have to fire chili. Yeah, I've never been. That's the one that is went out of business, right? Yeah, went out of business. Yeah, I, I've never been there either. That's funny. Steph, uh, Steph used to have a roommate. I guess I'm gonna put him on blast. But Steph used to have a roommate. Um, he's from the he's from the from the East Coast, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, my parents want to come in town, and I'm gonna take him to soup plantation." And Steph was like, "Your parents are from North Carolina." <laughs> it was a black yeah. dude too. Black dude. Was he was like, dude. "They are not about to go nowhere called the soup plantation." He's mm-hmm. like, "No, they got good food, man. I'm telling you." <laughs> 
parents came in telling me, like, you're finna take us to the soup plantation. This dad was like, you finna take me where? <laughs> Man. I'm going back home. <laughs> That's crazy. I ain't gonna lie. I'm ashamed that I used to eat there, but that chili was fire. Can't even lie. Yeah. Speaking of racist, Dr. Seuss. Man. Canceled six of the homies' books. You see it? Yeah, I've seen that. I've I've known I've known about Dr. Seuss and all of that because you know working in preschool. Actually, I had a black uh, coworker when I was working preschool, and she put me on. It. She was like, "Yeah, you know how they do Dr. Seuss week every week here at the preschool. That's why I just be sitting in the back. I don't read none of these damn books to the kids." And da 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 da. I was like, "I don't know if it's that serious." And then she pulled up all, showed me everything. I was like, "Oh damn!" So yeah, they finally. Uh, and this was this was in twenty like twenty fourteen. So this was like seven years ago. She was telling me this. Yeah, so they finally they finally getting around to uh, canceling old Dr. Seuss, and it's not even the whole the whole collection. It's, yeah, it's only, only six book. books. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's so crazy. And what I think is super just weird about the situation is it's for children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like for him to be weird enough to try to put like subliminal messages in it, it's like oh that's homie that's weird. That's just weird to me. Like, that's what all like, Disney is. Disney yeah. using kids well, show for. I mean, what is no, but you're, you're 100 right. Yeah, like they're yeah. just using. That's just not cool, anyway, though. Yeah, it's just that's like, not. That's, that's yeah, not cool. it, that's it's weird to me. Mm-hmm. Like for, in children books, because they knowing that they won't catch on, mm-hmm. and knowing that um um, I'm, an adult parents, but an adult, yeah, adult has like, to be watching them and exactly, seeing this. Yeah, exactly. And and they might even like, for example, Mike when he's reading it to his kids. He might not be tripping off. He might just be reading it and not really processing it. You know what I mean? He might have to read it himself to really like say, "Wait, hold up, this." But while he's reading to his kids and keeping them engaged and telling Billy to turn looking around, looking at the you know pictures what I mean? and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You're not, not going to catch it. So I, I think uh, I'm not a conspiracist or anything, but I think that fool knew all that. Like he played yeah. all that, so he was like, "Oh, well, I'm going to get away with this shit." And shit, look at him. Yeah, I don't think it was an accident. Have you guys ever thought back to a lot of the, the a lot of the stuff that? that you consume like a lot of the media like whether it was like movies or books or whatever that you consumed as a kid and like and how like the like the undertones like the like the subtle things that they put in there like how like any of it stuck like sticks with you or stuck with you now because like i i thought like when she showed me that i thought about that and i think about like all like all the stuff that's in like the disney movies and stuff mm-hmm. and i think about like oh oh and then What's also i seen um this dude this dude posted a meme of like all the um it was like was it, no, it was like black, not not black, nothing black, but it was like the um, like female villains from like Disney movies, and they were all like, like pretty, but like mad sassy and rude and stuff like that. He was like, no wonder I like bitches with attitude. And I was just like, man, like, and it was just funny to me, but it made me like really think about like everything that they that you know what I'm saying that we were portraying you know stuff. I mean? yeah. Or like, it was like Disney movies, all the dads dying, yeah. you know what I'm saying and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I I not that I could think of at the top, but yeah, I think that, that was definitely. That's definitely something relevant. It for sure happens, I feel. Yeah. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but... One thing that I... One one movie that... It's not a Disney movie, but... One movie that I always... Um, like... Bring up in conversations like this... Is Grease. Mm-hmm. Grease is one of the... It's not a kid's movie, necessarily. But they show on ABC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a family channel. You know what I mean? mm-hmm. right. That is one of the most raunchiest... Mm-hmm. Dirtiest... Movies, this shit they say, I'm like, this little really? yeah. was a freak leak. Are you yeah. serious? Like <laughs> that shit is crazy, bro. That shit is crazy. But really? I think about that a lot because my sister had like a little sing along, mm-hmm. so I was watching Grease hella young. She was singing it. She was like, "Come on, sister, if you watching this, <laughs> she yeah. Yeah. yeah, she was like 15, singing that shit, and I was just like, 
but you don't think about it until you like learn those words oh, and those learn words. those little mm-hmm. innuendos. Like, uh, like, wait, I've heard that from somewhere. Right. Uh huh. Did y'all see uh, some of the stuff that they said was uh, like, like racial? Uh huh. Can of you a, please read some of that? Yeah, the book. I yeah. Didn't see uh, let me see. In a statement on Tuesday, Dr. Seuss Enterprise said that he had decided last year to end publication <clears throat> and licensing on the books by Theodore Seuss. Uh, the titles include his first book, writing under the pen name Dr. Seuss, and to think that I saw it on a mulberry. Uh, and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street and if I ran the zoo. These books portray people in ways that are hurtful and wrong. Um, let me see, let me see, let me see. The other books that will no longer be published are Mc, McEllett's Pool. I never read that one. Mm-hmm. On Beyond Zebra, never read that one. Scrambled Egg Super, never read that one. And The Cat's Quizzer. I'm gonna be honest, I never read any of those. Me neither. I read Green Eggs in the Ham and other There we go. <laughs> those are books you know, I the places you can go. Oh, I was about to say, when kids graduate preschool, they get the, you know, all the places you'll go book and all of that. Yeah. And to think I saw it on Mulberry Street, a character described as a Chinaman. Yeah. Has lines for eyes, wears a pointed hat, and carries chopsticks and a bowl of rice. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, he was out of pocket. Hello. He was super out of pocket. He drew I wonder, I wonder, you know, I really enjoy history, so I wonder if when he was writing those, because I don't know when, how old or when he like, was born or whatever, but I wonder if he was writing those, if like Chinese internment camps or something, like the Chinese Exclusion Act. Mm. And that's just on. how they were depicted. Yeah, for sure. They Anybody yeah. with any type of like ties to like Asian culture was automatically, because that's, yeah. that's when we went into World War Two. that's because mm-hmm. the... The, the bombing, right? So when anybody would come over here with any ties to Asia, they were like, nah, you guys got us in this war, pretty much. Yeah. So maybe that's why people don't know about it, by and large, because it's not like the popular books. Yeah. And I think it's even more weird. It says, like, and I fire around the zoo, two characters from the from the African island of Yerka are depicted as shirtless, shoeless, and resembling monkeys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I do know them. I like what those look like, those characters. Yeah. They only have shorts on. I think I do remember well, like the, striped what, shorts, I think. I kind of, but I don't know. I for sure remember the Chinese man, though. With the bowl of rice. That's weird. Fuck that fool. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's real, though. Get him out of here. Yeah, but now, I, think, I think, like, and I was talking to Derek. I was talking to Derek and talking to my mom about it. It makes me think about, like, the shows that we enjoyed growing up, whether it was Fresh Prince or or boy or not not I'm sorry not boy meets world but like like smart guy and how and especially a show like smart guy how you did I didn't appreciate it at the time I just enjoyed that it was black people on TV that I could watch mm-hmm. but you didn't really appreciate it for what it was like now when I watch it back now the principal of the school was black the episode when um they 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 made the roofer man commercial and they got it played during the Super Bowl mm-hmm. the the lady that ran the network she was black. Mm-hmm. When uh, when TJ thought uh, the he thought he was the enemy to state and the CIA was looking mm-hmm. for him, the two F, the yeah. agents that came to the door was two black dudes. Like yeah. everybody in that show was, was black. Yeah, you know, except the people that they didn't like when they, when the the, the the teacher that set up Mo for burning down the science room, oh, white yeah. dude. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? The lady that would that that had that had what's the name following people around the store when yeah. that, when the sister got the job, white lady. You know what I'm saying? But all the people that was like a prominence that you needed to respect and was in charge of something were black people. Yeah. And uh, as a kid, you don't even really think about it or don't even really notice right. it and appreciate it. But now watching it back, he's like, you know what? I'm glad, I'm glad Baron watches this show. Exactly. You know what I mean? 
That's dope. Hell yeah. On top of the fact that he's a, a single black father that owns his own say, business and owns his home. That's what I was about to say. Him being a single father that's there and, and providing a good Put life. Putting his kids him. through college and stuff. Yeah. And didn't like leave his woman. His woman died. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He's a widow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and what I think is sick too about having your son watch it, now you can like not give him like four lectures and be like, hey, bring me see the two FBI agents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. want to do that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're doing it. I think that's cool to like be able to come back and yeah. Give that to someone. Absolutely. Knowledge. Absolutely. Because you think about, like, yeah. they, they always talk about the Cosby show as being that show that was like the dad's a doctor, the mom's a lawyer. And even and even that was like, you didn't think it was impossible, but it was like, ah, I yeah. was like, it felt like it was, it was reachable, but it was hard as hell. Mm-hmm. Smart guy looked like you could possibly you could, do you that. Could be, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You wasn't born a genius, but outside of all yeah, that, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I wrote a couple of children's books when I was right when I was teaching preschool. For real? Never got them published. I always I keep telling myself I'm gonna talk to Lorenzo because you know he wrote a book. Yeah. I've been always talking to him about like going through his publisher and all of that, but I still plan to. I I, I knew that. I knew you wrote those books. I didn't know that. That's crazy. I don't know what else I got for y'all. Man. Oh, wanna talk? I don't know if y'all go that deep about like the purchases y'all make as I do, but do you guys like do you do you think about like the person or the company or the people that you're buying from before you buy things? Yeah, one hundred percent. Doesn't it doesn't it make it so much harder to buy stuff? Yeah, and it, it, it's frustrating, but it's a frustration that I'm I'm cool with living with. But and I'm I'm bringing that up because I um I've been trying to like I'm trying to like find like different like. Anyway, I've been like looking for more gear, like more stuff to wear, right? And especially because I got like a new show that I'm working on, I want some like some new clothes for it. Um, and I wanted to get like some some Negro League hats. Mm-hmm. And I look on the website, and the first hat that I see that I like is an A, like a red a red foam trucker hat with an A on there. And I look up the name of the team, and it's the Atlanta Black Crackers. Mm. How they do that mm. anyway? The Atlanta Black Crackers, right? That I'm was like, a I team. can't I can't wear this damn hat. That was a team. Yeah. And then I and then after, and see I had that same exact reaction right, and I told I told my mom I told my wife I'm like see I can't even wear this hat, and I paused for a minute I'm like hold up. I can't imagine, white people started calling black people black crackers. That's what I, that's as a way to demean them. Yeah. Because they're playing a white sport. Yeah. And you're calling you you would be calling them yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I can't imagine you're saying that to put them down. That's so I got to do the history on that. So. The hi- the history on it was like, um, like 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 an animal. Like you're cracking the whip on an animal. Mm. Like you're keeping everything. You're keeping everything in line. In order, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you're like a cracker, or somebody who keeps everything in line. Mm-hmm. And so there was there was Crack a the whip. there was yeah exactly. And there was a baseball team, but you can imagine where that may have started with not may have started with, but what what else what, what else they was cracking whips on? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but there was a ba- there was a white baseball team called the Atlanta Crackers, and then when the minor league started. And this was one of the, the best teams in the league, league, so they just started calling them the Black Crackers. And I was, I was like, I can't wear that hat. I was like, I don't want, I don't even want to tell, I don't want to have to tell that story. But like, what I had is fresh. What is that? It's the, uh, it's the uh, Atlanta Black Crackers. And <laughs> what do you have on your head, nigga? <laughs> let, let me tell you the story. Nah, that's out of bounds. But I, I already been like, <laughs> well, like, let me explain. Let me explain. Yeah. And, and like I've said on here before, I've already, I've, I've. For a couple of years now, I've been a lot more intentional with how I spend my money. And even if it's not black owned, it's not going to be no big old label. And I'm not going to be a commercial or a billboard for nobody. Yeah. But 
but just in trying to make sure everything that I do wear that does have a label on it somewhere is black owned, it does make it harder. And then like seeing that, it was like that blew my mind, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like tough. the black crack. That's super shit. tough. Isn't that crazy? I thought it was real. Yeah, that is crazy. And it was. It's crazy that they was just comfortable with just throwing that shit around, and yeah. that was the name of the team. My yeah, um, black crackers. My on my sold merchandise under that name. On my dad's, on my grandpa's, uh, we had a. My dad got a copy of like the census mm-hmm. from where my when my um, dad or my grandpa. So my dad got a census of his family, right? Yeah. Of his dad. And on his dad's race, it says Negro. Really? Yeah, that's, that was crazy to look at. Like, to know that was just real. Yeah. That was super crazy to look at. When, my, like, when my, my dad was born in 62, when he, I'm not sure how old his biological father was when he had him, but that just can give you a gauge of yeah, it, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Sure. Um, when my dad's dad died, I mean, we went to Long Beach to go uh, to go to my granny's house because she was, like, preparing, you know, it's her, her first husband. So mm-hmm. she's, like, preparing everything, you know what I'm saying? And she's looking at the marriage license, and she was like, dang, y'all, this is back when they called us colors. Like, her marriage license said colors. Said colors. His, and wow. my, my grandpa's birth certificate says Negro as well. Wow. So crazy. My granny, yeah. my granny, I think will be eighty this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when she got married in like her late, mid to late twenties, still calling black people colors. Yeah, that's. And they doing it with them. Say it happened so long ago. Get over it. It's really not. It's really not. And see, Triz, no, I'm I'm real big in the comedy. If you listen to um podcast man Joe Rogan, one of his stand ups, he talks about. He was like, he was like, think about it. People live into their 80s. Slavery was 300 years ago. That's three people ago. Yeah. Is that really think about it? That's yeah. three yeah. people ago. And they were like, oh, just get over it. Like, no, bro. That yeah. just happened to my grandpa. Like, exactly. My, <laughs> like, just happened. There's a picture. Yeah, there's a picture of my great-grandparents in front of their freaking slave house. It's crazy. Like, they're not like the master's house, but like their little shack. Yeah. Right back. They have a picture in front of it. Yes, my dad has that picture. That's uh, dope that you guys still have that. Not dope that, you know. No, yeah. But the fact that you yeah, guys yeah, still yeah. have that. No, is dope. for sure, yep. My That's made it this long. Great grandparents, man. Yeah. It's crazy. I want to do that. I want to do the, the, the African ancestry and see and see what I am and all of that. Mm-hmm. And I've wanted to do it for the longest time. I'll never forget, I had just got married. I was like pulling up to the. Uh, to, um, I had just, I never forget, I just punched the code in our complex. You know, we had the, the gate, mm-hmm. just punched it in, door was with me, going to my house to smoke and watch the game. And I forget how we got to it. We were just talking about, like, like black and white and, like, the society and everything. And I said something, but I was like, yeah, because, you know, every every black person got a little bit of white in them. He was like, not me. And he looked at me with, like, like, like so definitive and with so much pride. Like, nigga, maybe you, mm. but not me, nigga. Yeah. I chose to come here. Y'all was bright. And, he, like, I remember, like, I took it as disrespect in the moment. But I remember, like... Again, that goes to my point of like, nigga, just because that is true for me, don't mean you got to be disrespected by him. Yeah. I mean, he just got pride and like, no, fam, my family chose to come here. Yeah, we're we're straight African black, nigga. Uh, I mean, and ever since then, I was like, I need to do the ancestry and see exactly what I am. Yeah, that is crazy. I <clears throat> like talking to like my older, older, you know, family members. We, um, a lot of our family is supposedly from. Um, has roots in Haiti. Really? And so I'm curious to see where part of Africa they're from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because obviously it's not Haiti. 
Yeah. So I remember when I, as a kid, I remember my dad saying um, his side, like his mom's side is from the West Indies. But that's, you know. From straight. That, exactly. And that's not, and that's not even definitive. That's just him saying that. Yeah, they think that it's from um, Guinea. Mm-hmm. New Guinea. Mm-hmm. That's in Africa. I don't know what part of Africa, but it's New Guinea. Guinea people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, my last name is Rhone. You know, the Rhone River is an actual place. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I feel like it got to be some type of. Yeah, let's see. You know what I mean? So, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, that's crazy. Who about you? Um, <laughs> my sister, my yeah, my sister did the ancestry.com. Oh, for real? Yeah, she did that shit. Found out we had an uncle I didn't know about. So yeah, that was kind of interesting. Cool. Teachers on. Find out a whole bunch of people related. Mm-hmm. I remember Uncle Clarence said that to us at our at our reunion in uh, in Georgia. He was like, "Cause I mean, it's a lot of history we got to do. Our family's really big. You you never know." He was like, "And I don't say this to be like nasty or funny. You might mess around and date your cousin. Like our family is huge." And I was like, "Damn, man, my my mom's part of her family um, lives in. They're mainly from New Mexico, mm-hmm. and there's this town in New Mexico that's a really small town called Willard. And my aunt or my great aunt." Excuse me. Has lived there her whole life. She just passed away last February. She was like, um, like ninety two, I think. She had twenty two kids. Whoa. So I'm wow. like somehow related to damn near all of Willard. Not something like a dirtbag, but last week, last year, I went to my great uncle's funeral, and so I was in there, and I took my. The reason why I took it is like I took my grandma. Mm-hmm. My grandma struggles with walking and stuff, so I took her, you know, to obviously for obvious reasons. Um, Cause she was super close to her uncle, mm-hmm. and so I was there in the hotel, and I was bored. I was like, I'm 22 years old. I was 21 at the time. I was like, man. So I went on Tinder, and I was like matching with girls, and I was like, damn, what if I'm related to these girls? <laughs> so I just left it alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Close that. Close that. No, but yeah. So, man, that's, that's I feel you on that. The big family, I feel. You on I that. Remember, the home, the home girl. I mean, maybe I'll just bleep her name out. But the the home the homegirl Brienne, I guess I, I just won't say her last name. But I told my told my dad like I was like he came one time. I mean I was kicking it with her, I'm like trying to chop it up with her a little bit. She know I had a crush on her back in the day. Um, but I remember like showing my dad I'm like oh it's the homegirl Brienne, and I said I said you know just for whatever reason just said her full name. And he was like oh really? I was like oh yeah, our people from Detroit. That's my dad is originally from Detroit. He was like really? We got some family with that last name in Detroit. I was like for real? He was like yeah, like a lot too. I was like for real? He was like yeah. I was like oh damn. Mm. That's crazy. Well, X Dalinoff. Ask questions later. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Out of fucking pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nah, but I'm from the south. You your roots from the south? Uh yeah. New Orleans. New Orleans, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a one of my dad's my dad my aunt lives in New Orleans. Mm. Yeah, my dad is from New Orleans. Nice. From Holly Grove. Nice. I want to go to New Orleans when it's back. back Definitely want to go to Mardi Gras. Yeah. For sure. I'm going to have to bust a move, man. I was kicking it with after the after we did a dad power door. He trying to he trying to do a, do a Vegas mission one time whenever whenever it's possible. Oh shoot, man. That'd be dope. Yeah. That'd be dope. Definitely need have to. Have Trav go too. That'd be dope. 
I'm so down. Definitely with that. Definitely with that. That'd be fun. Yeah. Hell yeah. We're gonna put that play together. Get a nice Airbnb. Nice big one. Yeah, we can put that play together. Yeah. Real Somewhere quick before we get cool. out of here, did y'all know there was a women's history month? I feel like a, a real scumbag not knowing that. I feel like if I had a daughter, I might know that. But I, did. I only knew that because of Instagram, to be honest. But did you know before this year? Nope. I don't think I ever knew that. Maybe not, no. I, I literally just saw like maybe a week ago that it was coming up. I, I don't think I've ever known about a women's history month, bro. And it's March? Mm-hmm. Which is weird because... And not weird, but the the month that they were, like, that the women's right to vote was mm-hmm. ratified was in August. Mm-hmm. That's kind of weird. Isn't that crazy that they were barely, last year was 100 years that they were able to vote. 1920. What is that, one person and a half ago? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. no, yeah, right? Wait. Old, yeah, old white men are crazy, bro. That's what it boils down to. Yeah. Old white men are tripped. From 1920, I remember my my AP teacher, Shaw Mr. Sogo, that fool was mm. dope. Yeah, he was. He would he would he would make you think, and he was like he was like he would he asked them he asked the ladies in our class he was like, are you okay with that? Like the 1920, like are you just cool and you like that's that? You're not gonna speak up for like just that's whatever. I was like I was like mm. damn. Mm-hmm. Like, he he was sick. I was like, that's the best teacher. I love teachers like that, man. Bro, Mr. Sogo was literally the probably one of the other than one teacher I had in Chico, they're like they're the best teacher I've ever had, hands down. He was so, I keep in touch with him till this day, all the time. So cool? Yeah. Well, that's what's up. So, I'll tell you a funny story. I wanted to catch his fade during a football game. I'll tell that story after you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, he had this thing called Free Speech Friday, right? So, I had it when I was in, in uh, a junior. So, what, 20, 2016, 2015? Mm-hmm. And, um, and Mike knows me. Mike the biggest Nipsey fans ever. I'm gonna twisted. Um, so that was when FGT first came out. Okay. So maybe it was 2016 because maybe he was. I won't say the name, but the guy, the demon, <laughs> was either running or had just gotten inaugurated. So they came out with FGT, and I played that for Free Speech Friday. Cause like I said, it was free speech. He didn't care. Like that's how that's how teaching you. He was sick. Dope. You dope for that. So he, if you wanted to play something, you get on his computer and you play on his projector. Music bumping and everything, you know what I mean? And that fool caught the Nipsey bug after that. Yeah. He loved it. Got a Crenshaw shirt. Or no, he had a Marathon shirt. Got a Marathon shirt. He caught the Nipsey bug. That is so cool. And because we, I would stay there after class because I had him the last period That's of the dope. day. Uh-huh. And I would stay there. And I think the reason why me and Buckley Church so much is because, you know, I've always, like, thought. Not, I'm not, like, different. I don't want to be that much. Like, I'm not different. Like, but I always thought ahead and, like, thought more mature thoughts than like my peers, I think, I feel. No, that's true. Yeah, and then so, me and him would talk, and I would tell him the reason why I was so, like, to keep it a buck and factually fucking Nipsey is because the way he thought and the mm-hmm. shit he would say, like, all those interviews that, that resurfaced, and I sound like a, like, a fucking, like, oh, eh, 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 but I've been seen up when mm-hmm. I was, like, fucking 15, 16. Mm-hmm. The first time I heard Nipsey, I'll never forget, was when my cousin CEO picked me up from Rincon. I was, like, sixth grade, and he was playing, I don't give a fuck. And when he dropped me, I was like, who was that? He said, Nipsey. And ever since then, I was hooked. And so, anyways, after class, me and Soko, I would bring up these interviews, and I would show him these interviews, and we would just, like, dissect it. And I would just say, like, do you see this fool? Like, he's just, he, he thinks differently. Like, he thinks longevity. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and so yeah, ever since then he he was he, he loved it. He always sent me like lyrics and shit. Send me screenshots like I'm at the gym, bum, I'm getting sick, pump. Playing, playing, fucking they roll, like in the game and shit. So uh-huh. cool, dope. Cool. Oh, they catch his fade during a Ramona game. Uh, <laughs> I was playing. Oh yeah, I was playing DB. I was playing DB, and this dude, like every time, like the um, some the receiver would always come off and like get a late the, the camera. The receiver would come off and get a late hit on me, like every time. And the ref wouldn't see. I'm telling the ref, I'm telling the coach, and they just like, like I'm telling him, he like, all right, tell the ref, tell the ref, and the ref don't do nothing. I keep telling my coach, like, like, like somebody do something about this. Like, he, like you just let this nigga hit me. Mm-hmm. And then, like they was finally like, all right, like the ref ain't doing like what you gonna you gonna keep crying? Or you gonna play through it? And now, like the dude, like he start start calling me a nigger, like white dude, right? And he keep he keep getting it off, bro. He, he says it like three times, and I'm like, and this is back what? when like, I, I had like I wasn't like I've never been a big dude or could fight or nothing like that, but I had like a little temper, and I like it, it flared from time yeah. to time, you know, especially you know? for that, especially when you <laughs> when you competing, and especially for that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And it finally, like it finally came down to like um, I'm playing. Uh, Playing blocker, Jesse's punt return. I'm playing uh, blocker, like yeah. wideouts. And soon as height goes right, he and he knew it was getting in my head, and I knew that he knew it, but it just that it was such a trigger for me at that time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Go. Soon as the ball snaps, he said, "Nigger, check me," and then just start sprinting down the field for Jesse. Right now, I'm all, I'm already thinking like you called me a nigger, and I missed my assignment, and my nigger finna get blasted because he's looking up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I run, I catch up to him. And I like he tackles Jesse, but I make it where like Jesse don't get blown up, right? And I like get a cheap shot on him, like at like hit him hard as shit, like after the whistle, right? Get a flag, get a penalty. I go off to the side, and so cool like grabs me by the face, and I was like, Ron, what are you doing? We don't need that right now. It's like I told you, he's calling me a nigger. So cool. You know you're not a nigger though, right? With <laughs> his white ass. What? <laughs> but you know you're not a nigger though, right? And I'm like. Remember, I just turn around like I'm looking for we the only two black people on the team. I'm turning around looking for Jesse like this. Did Dude, anybody hear me? Fuck? He's out of fire for that. Yeah, <laughs> he no, meant like, well, but he didn't. Yeah. Not have said that. Yeah. And then he even tried to come up to me like during the game and like because he knew he like it was over the line. But I think it was one of those like just like how he's challenging girls like just 1920. You're just gonna you're cool with that. Yeah. I think it was like a, like okay like it's pissing you off. Okay, whatever. Play the game. I think that's what he was trying to do, but don't say the word. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, even during the game, he came up to me and was trying, like, hey, Mike. And I was like, nah, watch out, man. Like, nah, nah. You you said it already. Like, watch out. And I find, like, after the game, I let him, like, apologize and we got past it. We cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? We was cool. Like, never held no grudges, nothing like that. When he said it, though, I was like, man, if I could hit a teacher, it would be right now for him. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely, shit. I, I'm glad I told that story. That was my story for the day. Shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what about the, uh, the other time about school? You can learn. Oh, yeah. See, I'm glad you said that. If you could learn, that's what I was about to say. If you could learn, and we'll do this question and we'll get up out of here. What's one thing you didn't learn in school that you wish you did? Finances. Like, yeah. Uh, credit. Finances. And they should teach more about the stock market, how it works, what it's set up for, what its design and purpose is. You know what I mean? I like that for sure. If for, for me, it would be so. When I went to Chico, there was these um, these uh, what do you call them? Like 
not classes, but there were there were extra classes you could sign up for where a guest speaker presentations, I guess, where you can go um, uh, sign up, and it was only limited to like the first like fifty to one hundred, depending on on um, what the topic was. It was the first fifty to one hundred people can sign up and go into um, this conference room and hear this guest speaker. And they would do, it was basically about, it was called, the main title was Life 101. Mm -hmm. And then like all the umbrella titles, there was one like, um, what to do if you get a flat tire. But it wasn't just a flat tire, it was everything about a car. You know what yeah. I mean? Different things like, and not just how to like, and there was an auto shop class, it was like, when you need to pay your tags, what this means, what that means, how to finance a car, how mm -hmm. to, you know, shit like that. There was everything a about one. cars. Yeah. There was a credit one, and I was in this first generation program, and they got, we got priority. So just sign up. So the only one I went to was a stress one on one class. And man, when I when I was in there, I was like, this is so valuable, like so valuable to to any student. I was like, if they were to have like not even a full semester class, but just like a like a four week course or something mm -hmm. uh, in high school, I think that would that would have helped what out did a lot it touch of kids. On? It just taught it just taught how to deal with stress, and that you're not the only one stressing about this certain thing. Go find other people that are stressed about this too. You guys can work with each other to get through it. And mm -hmm. Different breathing techniques, um, different things to touch, or like grab, like just stuff like that. And because the the guest speaker, she was super sick. She was like, people don't give college students or high school students or, or they don't give students period the uh, enough like not credit, but like credit for what they do and like what, for what school, yeah, for what, what they do on mm -hmm. the daily basis, especially for people that are far, I was eight and a half hours from home, right? So like, especially people that can't just go home when they run into an issue at, at school. She was like, everybody says like, everybody's favorite uh, uh, phrase is, what do you have to worry about? Oh, you're, you're just in school. All yeah. you do is go to school and no, have that's, friends. Yeah, that's, a, that's the worst line. Yeah, and she, she would say that. and. I think that if you had that in, in high school, like it would save a lot of people a lot of a lot of I guess it would save like travesties, you know, because you hear about kids in high school like mm -hmm. you know doing crazy stuff. Um, but I think it would help out a lot for sure. I think that would be a sick. I know somebody like who would fall in that category because they were um, they were filled the stress of interviewing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of going to the interview. So that first very very first one was like a, almost a panic attack every time. Yep. You know what I mean? To where they would lose certain jobs, great jobs, because they're just so nervous and so scared. Yep. That, you know, that they would settle or go for something smaller. Yep. This is crazy. That, that I see where that would come in handy. Because that's also a lot of reason why some people don't bother of doing homework. Yeah. Or don't bother studying because of the stress and pressure of passing and doing all this and still failing. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. And maybe maybe just a, like a life one-on-one, kind of what they had in, at, at my school, a life one-on-one course that mm -hmm. every like three weeks they would switch it up. Like you said, do something on credit for three weeks. Mm -hmm. You can only teach that for so long, for, for sure. two Facts. hours a day, right? Facts. So like do a stress segment, do a, a, a credit segment. Honestly, like to keep it a buck fifty, do a, a real real sexual education class mm -hmm. like a real one and who knows maybe you might see high school pregnancies go down you know what I mean like I don't know I think the sex that they do right now is a bunch of bull no one pays attention no one you know but if you were to really have to sit down and get graded on this shit like mm -hmm. and really take pay attention to this three week course 
Everybody got two I cents. That is like how, like, re- not I don't want to say relevant, but they still do sex ed. Yeah, some little weak ass thirty minute little lecture. Do you really? remember yours? Mine was a week long. Oh, for real? Yeah, but I went to I went to O'Farrell though in in uh, Southeast. I, I remember the one we got in middle school was longer than high school. Oh, I didn't, I didn't get one in high school at all. Oh, high school at all. I got I got yeah. huh. I didn't get one. I, I got one in 6th grade. And it, oh, was a week, no, it was a week long. It was a week long. I'm thinking yeah, of health. I didn't get one they touched on it a little bit in health class. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. The week long one, I got in high school, or middle school too. And it was only like, it wasn't a week long. It was like three days. Mm-hmm. And they showed us pictures of like herpes and everybody said you. But I think for me, I think my experience was like that because I had a teacher that like, that was like, what he was into was like, like reproduction and like, or like mm. you like the body and like you know what I'm saying yeah. he, he was into all of that he was the same dude that I told you that he told us like well, I'm telling you when your body's changing lift weights oh. you have muscles forever that's the same dude that gave us that week long oh, okay, sex okay. ed course that's crazy I think middle school is too young to even be teaching that anyways Not that that's, that's when your body started changing I think that's a good time yeah cause when true. your body starts changing you're gonna start trying to do things with it that's true <laughs> that is true but yeah that's true, yeah, that's true. Not that they can't, not that middle schoolers can't handle it. I didn't mean, but I think that it's, I think that mm-hmm. you're more liable to yeah. just start right blasting right. shit in high school. <laughs> but I don't know. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> what? what you said is true. Just the, the terminology you chose is funny. Oh, blasted uh, shit. So insert. <laughs> Uh, you, uh, bro, you can say whatever you want. It's cool. No, no, I'm just uh, laughing at this. Uh, um, dang, what, what? Would you guys give your your teenagers condoms? Yes. Yeah. One thousand percent. Because you can't stop it. So if, if they already doing yeah. it, and you guys are on and that see, level having that conversation, a, oh, I can't really have this this conversation with y'all. That's a conversation I really want to have with with kids who grew up like in the church. So like defend like strictly like we do mm. because I, I don't want to say it for me because I had a dope sex ed course and just how the knowledge I got was real beneficial for me right. I don't know how exactly I got all of it but it really helped me mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but I feel like because my mom was like like her sister was telling like you need to give your kid you need to give your boys kind of oh, oh, and yeah. and my mom or my parents being Christian and being church was like we teach him no sex. So if we giving them condoms, we basically telling them, like, giving them a license to go and use it. Like, why am I going to give you something I don't expect you to use? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hand you these drumsticks, and I don't ever expect you to use a drumstick. I give you this camera, you ain't never going to take a picture. You no know fact. what I'm saying? And so my mom was like, no, I'm not going to give them condoms because, you know what I'm saying? And so with that, you like, you, because you're not ever teaching your kids, I'm sorry, you're always teaching your, your teenagers not to have sex. And so you're not going to have the whole sex talk, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and I feel like that can hinder and can can hurt. For sure, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. Especially if your kid is curious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got a yeah. curious kid. You got to handle that kid accordingly. I know a girl. I know a girl. Dad was. I won't say her name or her dad's name, obviously, but I know a girl. Her dad. Her dad's my my dad's homie. Um, 
her mom, her mom, and in, 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 in church, there's like, they have something like for women, it's called a purity class. And mm-hmm. it talks about like keeping your body sacred and about all of that. The pastor's wife was like the, the teacher and like the leader of the purity class. And they, they, daughter, daughter had a kid in high school. Yeah. And See? I think it could have something to do with that. Like we don't even really, we don't have in-depth conversations about I that. I agree. You know what I'm saying? I 100% agree. They so, could have, they could have, they could have, you know, maybe possibly mm-hmm. uh, change that. Yeah, maybe not, you know. And I mean, and again, possibly. You, you, you teach, you know what's right and what's wrong. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I don't want, I don't want to make it like like that. Like when you get to a, a certain age, you know what's right. You're gonna make the right decision. Right, but but still, I feel like it could, it could potentially be. Yeah, but if you that. have that in your head, always like use a rubber, use a rubber, use a rubber. You know what I mean? You might be more, more you might you might have less chances of, of you know being in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, whereas they're just saying no sex, no sex, no sex. She might not even have even known, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What what to do? She might might have thought that she can only get pregnant at certain times, or you know what I mean? Yeah. And believe me, in working with kids for as long as I did, mm. I I know for a fact three girls that said, "Mr. Mike, it was my first time, and I'm gonna be having a baby." Yeah. Three girls, bro. Man. Man, oh, man. My mom's been crying for weeks. It's my first time, and I got a baby coming, and I'm 17. Yeah. Mm. The first time, fam. Could you imagine that? That make a nigga one not, not even happy. I ain't <clears throat> happy I don't have any girls, bro. Yeah. Goodness gracious. I didn't answer the question, though. But for me, I would have... <laughs> I would have... I think I would have learned uh, real estate. I would have... I would try to maybe learn real estate because I think with real estate like you learn you know what I'm saying about property property value how to flip how to sell not all of it but you know the, the basics of it and then also you learn <clears throat> I feel like you learn a little bit about credit because you need to have your credit to a certain point to, to get a house and to get a loan and all you, learn, that you gotta know finances on right. interest rates and at least stuff. to a certain extent you know what yeah. I'm saying so you'll start and that could maybe spark your interest to even go even even further than that but I know like real estate you can, it's gonna get you some money as well as knowledge yeah. you know what I'm saying so uh, yeah. I think that's that would have been man but I don't know I don't know if I would have had the the endurance to stick it out though because I'm a I'm a, I'm a, I'm a creative bro like I can't Anything that requires me to like to sit and and focus on one thing for too long, mm-hmm. it and I, I I don't really get anxiety, but things that make it where like okay I know I'm gonna be sitting at this desk looking at this screen and doing this paperwork like bro when I used to have to do that as a supervisor, that's why I never got shit done because as mm-hmm. soon as the kids came I'm like oh yeah we playing ping pong we dodgeball what we doing, and I would never get my paperwork done because I'm like I don't have the I need to be up doing something. Yeah, I feel you. you know what I'm saying. You need to be moving. You're not. You're not a. You're not a. Um, what is it? Uh, Left brain or whatever. Yeah. Or, or right brain. brain. I don't know. What's the other word? I'm trying to get the first. The wrong part of it. Introvert. Not introvert. Oh no 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 no. no. Yeah. I've become like I've become less extroverted as I've gotten older and I've like experienced things and like I guess like things have hurt me. I've become less extroverted, but I would, I could never be an introvert. Yeah. Never. That was kind of that was kind of the reason why I switched over to you know. This major. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's all we got for him today, man. We gave him a good hour and 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Not bad. I like it. I like it. Yeah, man. Very good. Very good talk. Anything else you want to talk about, man? Nope. We'll get Mike here next time, man. We'll get Mike here next time. Oh, ye
Yeah, he's watching Big Talk. That was crazy. <laughs> I know he is. And I see, and I was going to tell him, well, now you've been on the podcast for him. And see, I was going to say, this time he could at least see that you was cool and kicking it. I feel like sometimes Mike be too, like, like thinking too much. Yeah, thinks about it way too much. That's just just be in the room, bro. Just chill and be in the room. You yeah, know what I'm saying? That's my guy. I'm on my legs because I'm weird. That's my guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, man, it was a good one. I appreciate you falling back too, man. Yeah, yeah you know, appreciate it, appreciate you know. it. Come on, Mike. Uh, too long, man. Too fucking long. I you think, too. Yeah, it's been a long time. I think, I mean, based on like who who you said you used to have a crush on, I think I met you back in like 2007, bro. Yeah. Oh, seven, oh eight, maybe. And I was born in '99. That's what I'm saying. You. Sheesh. <laughs> he was like eight. Yeah, no, yeah, I know you. Yeah, for a long ass time. Dumb small, yeah, for sure, for sure. Crazy. Now we're uh, sitting in a... Uh, <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, Tycoon. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're sitting in a Tycoon. Nah, it was crazy. What's that? 08 to now, what's that? 15 years? That's, yeah. yeah. 16, 15, 16. 08 to 20. One. Poof. Here's this. Man, here's a global podcast. Yeah. Tell me about it. It's already March. I know it's already March in twenty twenty one. Or even just thinking back to, to y'all to y'all playing basketball, bro, like it feels like a long ass time ago. Yeah, it does. The CAF yeah, championship. Mm-hmm. That should seem like forever ago. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. But yeah, man, we're gonna get Mike. We're gonna, <laughs> yeah. we're, gonna, we're gonna get Mike back and we're gonna get into all of that too, man. Family Room mm-hmm. Podcast, episode seventy six, I'm Mike Rome. Jesse Williams. My guy Trev, thanks for calling through. Like he said, I got this. Don't worry. <laughs> we appreciate y'all, man. Keep rocking with us. We out. Let's go. Cool.